Let's go! Dermot and Dave. <laughs> Dave on today, and we hope you care about your fathers in your lives, ladies and gents. Did you know this Sunday you're now panicking, going, It's this Sunday's Father's Day. Merlin <laughs> gets the generic socks that he doesn't want to give to him. Well, it is Father's Day. Sound the klaxon. Da. It is Father's Day on Sunday. What kind of a half hearted request did you get? I didn't I didn't get any, I didn't ask for anything because I've learned to lower my expectations to the point where you know there's just nothing happening it's fine like in our house mother's day is like oh, oh yeah the angels have trumpets like and you better remember everyone better have made cards and the cards and have to have heartfelt messages of why do you love your what does your mother do for you <laughs> write it down here is the itinerary of what I would like to do for mother's day I want to do this and then mm-hmm. and then and then father says like so certainly you want to do something or because I was thinking of just going to Dunn's like okay we're all the same There's, there, there are better ideas though there are interesting things you can do for Father's Day and also don't ask us what we want for Father's Day because what we want we won't get yeah like I want okay okay. I want I want runners I want a pair of Jordans there I said it not going to happen but that's what I want I want an upgraded electric skateboard there you go what's the latest model how about that I'm not going to get it. I'm going to get a homemade card. <laughs> Probably a uh, half-arsed breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Look, here's the thing, though. There might be the perfect present idea. Karen Tompkins is from The Treasure Vox. Yes, I'm saying that right. The Treasure Vox. She's on the line to explain what it is and how it works on Father's Day. Good morning, Karen. Good morning, lads. How are you? We're great. Thanks very much. Thanks for joining us and filling us and everyone else in on the Treasure Box, which we think is an absolutely amazing idea. Can you give everybody an idea of what it actually is? Oh, thanks. Well, it, yeah, it's not Air Max. It's a totally different <laughs> style present. Um, so the Treasure Box, it records people's life stories and turns it into a personal documentary uh, just for families. So, like, dads always have loads of... Dads are brilliant for stories. Um, So, it's taken your dad's life and all your dad's stories and given him his own personal audio documentary. That is so cool. So, someone would just hit play and they're going to hear, obviously, the voice of their dad, but then they'll Mm. get, like, sound effects and music tracks and stuff like that? The whole shebang, yeah. Do you know, I suppose it's the idea that, like, we know our dads and we know probably at Christmas and family get-togethers he sings the same songs or he might tell the same stories over (laughs) and over. And there's a lot of eye rolls going, oh, here he goes, he's going on about the one again when, you know, he left school at 12 or whatever. (laughs) But actually, but they're really... You know, dads aren't just dads. Like, they are obviously people outside of being our dads. So it's getting the whole story and it's listening to everything. And, you know, you might hear your dad's story in a totally different Mm. way for the first time ever. Do you know what? As I get older, Karen, I realise now why my parents always told the same two or three stories. Is because that's all we can remember. <laughs> it's not as if these were the great moments. Is that the older you get, you're like, ah, I can't remember anything except for that time I left school at the age of twelve. <laughs> well, what's, what's interesting about this though is when because because they're those kind of casual conversations that you do yeah. have, and you do maybe default to generic, you know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah I did. I was the 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 county champion in 1986 yeah. or whatever. Whereas. When somebody sits down with you as an interviewer and a journalist and asks the right probing questions, I guarantee you other stories will come up, other memories that whoever the subject of the documentary is 
hasn't thought about, uh, but yeah. they'll come up because of the way you guys are going about, you know, asking the questions and putting this together. Absolutely. And a lot of the time families will say to me, oh my God, you know, geez, I learned an awful lot about my mother or my father or whoever that yeah. we didn't know. Because obviously I think you'd open up more to strangers than you would to your own son mm. or daughter, you know, and there's stories. And actually I find a lot of the time, particularly with, with men when I interview them, they get quite emotional, you know, talking about their own upbringing or their own um, moms and dads. Um, but people don't sit down and ask them well, about it. I, I was just about to make a pretty generalised sweeping statement, but all, like... A lot of people don't ask dads uh, or, no, or men about themselves. You know, they're just, yep. you know, sit down and ask someone, yeah, you have a quick, how's it going? Oh, yeah, Grant, here, do you want to point or whatever? Like, but you sit down and ask anybody to go back through their life and remember significant moments. Like, yep. you, you will get emotional because no one ever, no one ever asks you about those things. You know what I mean? They, they don't. They don't. Poor Dave. <laughs> I think he needs a therapy session now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not to say, look, at, I mean, in the natural order of things, you don't ring up your dad and go, Dad, you know what, tell me about when you were a kid. Yeah. So this is kind of a once-off thing. And that's why it's so different, I suppose. But yeah, I do find that, like, if you ask, you know, particularly, like I say, a man, um, you know, like, what? how did you meet your wife? How did you meet my mother? What, did you, how did you fall in love with her? What was it about mm. her? And a lot of dads will go, oh, you know, Jesus, whatever. But actually, when you bring them back to that place, whether it was a, like a dance hall years ago, they kind of travel back with you. And it's beautiful, honestly, the mm. stuff that, that you get with it. And then if you ask them, like, what's your philosophy on life? Again, it gets kind of deep. It's like the meaning of life. And it's just lovely to hear your dad saying these things that, again, you wouldn't always hear out of them. Let's give our listeners an impression of the kind of thing that they would get. No, this um, is a lady from Enniscorthy, and uh, this is her treasure box. But Enniscorthy in those years was, we had a very free and easy childhood. You could roam the town. You felt safe. You know, there were always scads of children out on the street playing, and that's what we did. And, you know, we played rounders, we played tag, we played all kinds of games out on the street. There's some of those sound effects you're talking about that are really bringing that that statement to life there, uh, Karen. Yeah, and you know, I think sometimes you need that in the background as well. You know, when, when we're telling stories to each other, it's great and we're listening. But I think, you know, I make documentaries anyway. And, you know, like you can really heighten the story with that. And like, you know, some nice production music or if someone is talking about going to the beach. And it just helps you to just visualize it and place yourself back there or in that person's story mm. and a lot of the feedback I get is from people going God actually I did have a good story to tell in the end when mm. I heard myself telling it back it was actually alright wasn't it so it's nice to know that you can really bring it to a new level for people yeah and I'm sure this year for you is going to be an extra poignant Father's Day absolutely so my dad died unexpectedly nine months ago back in September and it, like it, it's hard, you know. You walk into the shops and you see um, Granddad and Father's Day cards, mm. and oh my God, like it hits you. This is kind of you know my first big bereavement, and it just knocks you for six. And I'm sure anybody listening knows that feeling on certain days where it just gets you. Um, but we were really like my dad was brilliant for stories as well, and having the crack, and you know, like all dads. Um, I was just really lucky. A few years ago, um, we were having a family get-together and he was here and I didn't even prep him for it. And I said, right, sit down, you. And this is it. If I can't do it for my own dad, who can I do it for? But I kind of had to get my husband. He's a journalist as well. And I had to get him 
to ask the questions because I just think it's so hard to to really open up to someone so close to you. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. So to be fair, he you know he did a great job. Of course, I had to come in at the end that I was you know asking all the you know, other questions. I was like, what was it like when I was born? You know, it was wonderful when I came along. Um, but <laughs> anyway, we we managed to get just this amazing recording. But I never listened to it. Um, I put it away and I just, I was busy working and all the rest of it. But actually, the day my dad died, you know, that night I came home from the hospital and for the first time I listened to it. And it was just, like, obviously you're in the throes of grief and it's really, really desperately mm. sad. But it was just something really powerful. I felt, oh my God, he's back. I, I can't, I'm so glad I did it. And it was really funny as well. And actually what we did was, um, for his funeral, during the eulogy, I thought, well, we have Dad's words, pearls of wisdom, you know, in the world. Now, we had to bleep out some of the parts. So <laughs> <check it with. laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Typical <laughs> Irish dad, yeah. My father was, we actually had to put little beats into it. But, um, so I said, right, well, I'm going to hand over the last words to my dad for the eulogy. And it was just, you know, I said, don't be kind of alarmed. Here he is. He's back one last time. But for me, it just felt comforting and a lovely thing to, to have well, been able to do. Yeah. For do you know what that, that, that is such an acid test of the service that you're providing in the treasure box that you've literally had to, 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 to go through this pain, but you've got this memory and that's kind of what what you're offering to people is the chance to encapsulate the people that matter in their lives when they're alive and then when they need it then the story is there and sometimes I'll be driving in the car and I might be having a bad day and I listen again and I kind of get something new from them every time Mm. you know and listen it doesn't have to be that the person has died like you could be living abroad and it might be nice to hear this every so often and it taught me something as well I sort of thought I knew everything I needed to know about editing and sometimes you know you're under a time pressure so I might like take out the gaps you know like as you're editing um, audio or if somebody is coughing I'll remove it but when I listen back to my dad's, those were the moments that were him. You know, where someone takes a deep breath to tell you the next story. Those little quirky mannerisms or the yeah. little cough or the laugh. And I thought, oh my God, that's dad. And it sort of taught me to leave a lot of that, the essence of somebody in. It doesn't have to be perfect because who they are is perfect. It's, you know, and that yeah. is very important for families uh, as is, well. So, Isn't there something about a voice as well, Karen? Like a photo is great. It's, a, it's an individual snapshot of a moment. But there's something about the voice is like their vibration of their essence. And, you you know, it, it, it's something I guess we could take for granted when we're around people, you know, yeah. but the voice is always alive. It's it's what's alive in the house. And when you can distill that down and have it, you know, I, I think, as you say, it can very much bring them back to life. Whereas, as I say, a photo is nice, but you really get the essence and the sense of them when you can hear their voice and that's what makes it special. I think I think anyone who's lost their dad listening to this conversation yeah. will definitely be a lot of texts coming getting in. it in the fields right <laughs> Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But, you know, but it's gas, you know, when they're around, they're like, any chance you come home for the weekend? You're like, no, yeah. too busy. <laughs> <laughs> Just send me yeah. your voice. Uh, that'll do. Make a documentary and send it to me. <laughs> well, look, if you're interested, the treasurevox.ie, and that's V-O-X, the treasurevox.ie, is the place to go and find out all about this with Karen. Karen, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your story and uh, giving us an insight into what it's all about. Thank you. Thanks so much. And I hope you get your skateboards and your runners. And your <laughs> yeah, unlikely. Unless you're going to buy them first. It's not going to happen, Karen. But come here. Thanks a million. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9 a.m.